Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast, episode 198. We are getting ready to preview the Gold Cup. It starts on Saturday the 15th in Pasadena, California, where I personally and affectionately um, know it is, uh, as Vince's place for what I was able to witness uh, about 12, 13 years ago in, in Pasadena in 04 and 05. Yeah, with, uh, with Texas Longhorns. That's where Mexico will start. They'll play uh, Cuba. And also in the uh, in the undercard, Canada will be playing Martinique. So we'll see if uh, if Canada is going to finally get it going in the, in the Moncagaf region. So we'll talk about that. Talk a little uh, estufa. Uh, teams making moves. Uh, no more drafts. So it's uh, it's not all going to happen over a weekend. For, for for players, so we'll see how that uh, how that turns out. That there's a, we have a new Liga Mekis team, which we will also discuss as well. But we'll jump right into that in a moment. But before we do that, let us introduce our panel because we do have a full panel here on the Cantina Mekis uh, podcast. So let's uh, get right to it. Joining us from Irvine, California, Joel Aceves joins us, who will be in Pasadena this weekend. Joel, how are you, sir? Greetings, John. Continuing my romance with, with Tata, and I and I've noticed how the the Mexican media has now jumped into that bandwagon. They are uh, they are uh, uh, they are smitten, Joel. They are they 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 are definitely smitten. You know what's happening to the Mexican media right now? They're they're sitting down, and, you know, they're they're in class, and they're they're writing their first name with with you know you know. Martino is their last name because you're know, thinking that they might get married someday, and they're putting little flowers. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the Mexican media is doing right now with uh, with Tata Martino. Joel, good good to have you on. We'll we'll get right into the uh, yes. Gold Cup talk here in a moment. Also joining us from Kyle, Texas, uh, Albert Chiquiscampa joins us. How are you, sir? Hey guys, doing good. Uh, glad to be here. Um, periscoping the podcast as well, so it's on. Twitter live as well as YouTube. Oh, well, there you go. We're on. We are on Twitter live. We'll see how that uh, how that works out. Uh, thanks for doing that, Chikis. Uh, Chikis, you are you. You don't have any plans to, to catch any of the uh, of the group stage of the of the Gold Cup, but you're thinking you might you might hit some of the knockout stages, uh, uh, Houston, and then uh, and then beyond, possibly. Yeah, Houston, and then if plans work out, maybe I'll uh, take a trip to the final in Chicago. Yeah. Windy City. It's uh, it, it, it's uh, Chicago is always a nice break from Texas this time of year because you get to you get to get out of the heat. Well, it's good to have you on, Chickies. It's been a while. I know we've had a couple of weeks where you've had a lot of craziness with uh, some family stuff, uh, people moving on. Congratulations. Yeah. Graduation. That's why they call it commencement because it's really the beginning of something, not the end of something. Yep. The commencement ceremony. No, congratulations. That that's uh, I'm sure you were you were you were a very a very proud parent. Over the over the past uh, couple of weeks, I'm sure that was a uh, great feeling for you. So should, you should be very proud as well. Yep, indeed. Thank you. So we have we have two Texans. I I, I live in uh, Lago Vista, which is uh, uh, literally in the opposite end of uh, of the Austin metropolitan area of where, where Chiquis is. And then joining us uh, now, uh, Jaime, are you are you up in the in the Bay Area? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Helping here in the Bay Area. Como estamos todos? Um, Jaime Nandelos joins us from the Bay Area, sir. How are you? I am doing great. I was at the 
U.S. Open Cup yesterday, San Jose Earthquakes versus the Sacramento Republic. Pretty entertaining game, and uh, I'm just going through the photos right now. It took like over 2,000, so yeah. You know, it's funny. I was I, I spoke to a I was at in Arlington over the weekend. I spoke to a photographer who had obviously been doing it a really long time. So it was a you know a dude in the late, his late 60s, early 70s. And I would ask oh, wow. him how many. I said when you had film. What was the most you'd go through in a game? He says, you know, at the most, probably like six rolls. And I thought it was amazing, you know, just, and uh, I said, and now he says, and just like you said, he said, you know, I take, you know, at, at least, you know, between one to 2000 easily. And then I asked someone out of, out of, out of those, how many do you, uh, you know, how many end up thinking anything? Oh, wow. This is a great shot. He goes about four. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so. I mean, is, is he right though? I mean, I know that uh, Chiki still took some pictures, a couple, uh, and, and actually Chiki's he had a really good one of a goal, uh, which turned out really, 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 really well. So have you have you found that that one real good money shot and the stuff that you uh, that that you've gone through? Hyman. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were tar- uh, asking Chiki's. Oh. Um, no. So check this out. I. I rented a lens yesterday, so I was, I got a lot closer to the action. Um, so I would say like out of 2000 photos, I'll be very, very happy if like 10% of them are, are good. I think that's being pretty optimistic. Had you ever used a telephoto? So was it a, a telephoto that you were using? Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, hundred to 400 mm. So it was really big and heavy and uh, it was, you know, I definitely got a good workout yesterday. Right. Um, but I got some pretty good photos of Mati, Matias. He actually sprayed me with the water bottle because I was stepping on his little coaching zone. Right. <laughs> I like overstayed my little welcome, you know, because before the game starts, uh, they let, they let us go right there and take photos of the team, you know, sure. as, as they're doing the national anthem and they're lining up for the team photo. Right. Um, so I was like, then I turned around, I see Mati, I took a quick photo of him and then he, he got me, he got me with the water bottle, so. I wanted to say something, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> was he was he joking about it? Did yeah, yeah, he was, he was joking. Yeah, he he was joking. You know. Okay. Yeah, it was good spirits. Good spirits. <laughs> well, that's good. At least he didn't do it. Like, hey, dude, get the hell off my. Get yeah, get off, get, get, get off, off my lawn, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you could sell that bib now, your photo bib, and say, and you know, you put it on eBay, and it was nah, free by Mati. You got to give him back. You got to give him back. <laughs> I didn't want to give it back. I'm like, no, he sprayed me. That's right, because you could have Mati's. You could have like Mati's DNA on there. I'm pretty sure I saw the Virgin Mary. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> you could, uh, you 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 could sell Mati's DNA to, to create future, future <laughs> legendary coaches. Yeah, hey man, you got to respect the uh, Tomas boy. You know. No. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know that you, I know that you're kidding, but we actually, uh, well, not all of us, but, but some of us hold uh, Tomas Boy in a little higher regard than most. Oh yeah. So I know he was a great player, you know, that, that I, I do give him, but as a coach, I don't know. Well, he hasn't really had as many, uh, chances as, uh, well, he's had about the same, same number of chances as like the, your, your typical Mexican coach, mm. which is not very many. Mm. Uh, so. It's like a merry-go-round, you know. I feel like oh, it's like it's like a centrifuge. Yeah, it, it definitely is. All right, so we'll get to all that uh, here in a moment. Glad to have everybody with us here on the podcast. And mm. glad to have you with us? Yeah, you, thanks for having us. You, the listener, glad to have you with us. We're live on YouTube, and of course, you can download this and uh, previous editions of our podcast uh, from iTunes. Subscribe to it; it gets to your phone automatically. Set up a notification. 
I couldn't imagine what kind of sound, what, what kind of little drop we could have if we could have our, our own notification sound when a podcast has been delivered to your device. Who I will have to come up with a, with a, with a, with a good notification sound for that. It should uh, it should be very good. Anyway, so uh, we have a, a pretty a pretty big uh, summer of uh, but it really has already started. But it's gonna it's now gonna start in Mexico in earnest with uh, the Gold Cup. The no longer qualify you for the Confederations Cup Gold Cup, which uh, essentially <laughs> the, 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 this is now the tournament that Mexico gets to play to sharpen their skills over the next four years because they get to play it twice the gold cup and they have uh their first game in pasadena where jose aceves will be against cuba uh, a team that has actually qualified for the world cup uh, i think they qualified for the world cup in 1938 the the, the the cubans did so that's a fun fact indeed and uh Mexico will then have the undercard where they where Canada plays Martinique. You can, the see how Canada Joel, are you gonna go to the Canada Martinique game just to see if, if if Canada is finally starting to be the team that they that they should be in the region or 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 you know, a team that's gonna get knocked around by by an island that's you know, maybe point oh one percent the size of Canada. I, I wanna catch at least the second half. And and I wanna get there while there's still food. <laughs> Your journals are a hungry bunch, man. Yeah, they ransack every time the every time the spread gets put out. They ransack it, man. Boyle is so, is the is the food better at the at the Rose Bowl than it is at uh, at the LA Coliseum? Oh man, I haven't kept tabs. Because when I went to the Coliseum with you, they gave us they gave us hot dogs, chicken tendies, and mac and cheese. Yeah, comfort or, food. Or, 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 it was comfort food, John. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, um, it was. It was like if hey, what do you want for dinner? Do you want hot? No, now, now you refresh my memory. Yeah, it has been. It has been of a slightly better quality. Yeah, because you know I have to I have to admit over at uh, at, uh, at at Jerry's place at AT and T Stadium on on Sunday they had they had the brisket, and they had now the brisket was barbecue. Obviously, the turkey they had turkey which. Is it weird for y'all to eat turkey outside of? I mean, does anyone eat turkey outside of Thanksgiving? Like, oh, I think I want some. You know, I want to. I do. Today. You do. In a sandwich. Oh, in a sandwich is one thing, but like, do do you cook turkey? No, no. Fun fact: I actually boycotted turkey last year for Thanksgiving. I cooked Thanksgiving, so I said, "Screw that," and I just made a bomb ass roast instead. Outstanding. That's what. What kind? Like a crown roast. It was a uh, it was a nice little roast put in the the crock pot, man. It was it was a dream, you know. It was all nice and juicy and tender when it came out. I don't know. It's just turkey, bro. It's like I can't unless you like fry it. I just don't know the secret. I don't know. Fried turkey is actually uh, is 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 very good. Is very good. Yeah. So, so they had turkey. They had they did have the mac and cheese going, but it was like it was like a very a very high high class mac and cheese. It was like. The macaroni was a little more spicy. High class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gourmet cheese. Gourmet right. cheese. So it, was, it, it was it was it was mac mac and fromage, you know. It's, it's like, oh. <laughs> and uh, you know they had the salad wedge, and they had you know they they have, always have really nice desserts there at, at, at Jerry's place. A nice little 
Uh, Man, so, you really, you really talking about this food right now. This is a, oh, this is part. This is just part of our ritual here on the Cantina food <laughs> podcast, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Jaime, Jaime has yet to. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's what my yeah. mom. Is. You got, you got, <laughs> you got to send right. the obligatory pick from the. Uh, yeah, Jaime, that's that's the one thing we do at the cantina when we get to the food. We we take a pick of what food <clears throat> we got and we we oh. put it on the on the DM on the so on the podcast DM. Yesterday at the at the media box to to get food they had chipotle and i was like i don't want chipotle and Oof. this guy uh who ended up especially like, when you have to work you know for the next two hours oh yeah dude yeah. no but i eat chipotle i'm gonna be in a coma for two hours you know and it was really hot <laughs> it was like 100 degrees you know it was hot so this dude next to me he starts like just mowing it down i think he inhaled i've never seen anyone inhale burrito like this dude man so he was inhaling the burrito we get to the sidelines. <laughs> this guy started sweating bullets. Like, 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 dude, sweating bullets. And then I would say 20 minutes into the game, you just hear this guy start yakking and he just started yakking all over the, all like oh, behind, man. behind the goal. It was, it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, like, like that, uh, that sounds that, awful. The photo, the photographers get the scrub food too. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah, and the last game John and I went to, um, you know, he was up, he was up top, and I was down there and doing the photographer. Cause you guys get a box, right? Like, like the like a box, kids lunch. meal box. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't let me go up. Like I had my my. my but I mean, Jaime, Jaime got Chipotle, so he was allowed to go up. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, no, I just go up. I, I, I like walked in like I own the place, man. It's like no, no, but that's that's club. I uh, sometimes with with. Yeah. Like do different different tournaments or different uh, mm. competitions, they they change the rules. Oh, so yeah, really? uh, if you do yeah, because I, I remember uh, I used to cover Chihuahua's USA, and the mm. photographers would go into the media box to eat or just to hang out. <laughs> yeah, usually, uh, you know, most places they'll let them at least come up in the press of the Tino to eat and, and and get paperwork or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then during the game, you know, then they they're down on the field and vice yeah. versa. the people are up in the press box. So, you know, I have to admit, I'm used to having a TV pass. So when I first went, I didn't, I didn't even look at the pass. I just thought that I just would assume that I could pretty much go wherever I wanted. And so I started wandering and they're like, like, what are you doing? I said, and I said, let me see your pass. I said, so you can only be in the press box. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Cause I was used to having a TV pass where you can pretty much, like I said, you can go anywhere. You can go on the field. You can go on the press. Oh, box. wow. And, uh, so I, I, I didn't realize that other passes had, had, uh, and, and for some reason at the, when I, when I did Copa America, I think the guy screwed up and he gave me an all stadium, all access pass for when I did, uh, when I was doing TV for HBC, which I think was not supposed to be the case. So I could have gone to any game I wanted and just walked in. Nice. Uh, but, uh, I don't think, yeah, but uh, unfortunately I didn't get a chance to do. You know, I kind of lost interest in the, in the Copa America oh. very, very quickly. So <laughs> Chiquis just got the box, the kids' meal box. Did it have a toy, Chiquis? Little, little lunchable. <laughs> no, not toy, but like a little, <laughs> little chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Little, little, little uh, bag of Capri Sun and <laughs> box juice drink. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So we have we have Joel. It's going to be at the at, at the Rose Bowl uh, to watch the uh, the Gold Cup now, Joel. You uh, you mentioned at the top of the show that uh, that you're still uh, 
that that you and 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 Data are still uh, going strong. Uh, you guys, you guys, oh, are, yeah. you guys are going steady and you're going strong. It's uh, mm. yeah, yeah. We hold hands now when we walk. So uh, when's the honeymoon phase over? Nah, it's. I think it's it, it's gonna stay, man. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a big tournament, which is something that our good friend Martin uh, he he wrote about it, and he wrote how it could hurt Mexico in the long run, uh, going into the World Cup, not having a a Copa America or a Confederaciones, where the team gets to play against some of the stronger sides and and use it as a measuring stick. And I think that, yeah, it's going to be difficult uh, to judge right there. Tata just playing Gold Cups and, and League of Nations, and it's uh, these rivals, are they're very um, – they're not very strong. So let me ask you, you this, Joel. Do you think uh... – I'd say next year, but then the the Euro has twenty four teams. I'll say, I mean, remember the old U.S. Cup that used to happen and the you know started in ninety three. Yeah, is that uh, that something that's going to come back? Do you think? Yeah, I think because uh, man, I I think you if you're FMF and even USSF, you have to come to that realization that you're going to have to have to schedule in some some tougher opponents there. Just, just to see how you measure up. Uh, I could see it. I, I could see something like that happening. Yeah, we it had the U.S. Cup and they had the um, the Nike Cup, and they it would be like a quadrangular, and they would invite two really good teams, and then U.S. and Mex, and they would just face each other. And uh, was it doble jornada? No, uh, it was it was in different places. I mean, there there are times when uh, the U.S. Uh, put a put a whooping on Mexico. I think that was the uh, the start of the you know the realization that the I remember that game. It was it was the Comando Puma. It was Hugo Sanchez. No, no, uh, this but was it... before Hugo. This was uh, this was in '95. They played at RFK Stadium and they won four zero. Oh, they beat they beat um, they beat Mejia Barón's team. Right. Was it yeah, after it was, it was, or before was, the, the Copa America? Uh, it was. I can't remember if it was before or after because they won that one too. That's right. I remember. They won them both. Yeah, but the Copa America was some penalty kicks. Right. He just hung on the post for the whole game. But this other one, they did. Uh, they did put the hurt. Right. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah so they. Uh... Yeah, and those 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 cups were where they started beating Mexico and. Uh, Mexico fans, we used to be like, ah, was just, we don't take it serious. And, and it was like, you know, it's not, that's nothing. Right. Uh, until, until we got to, uh, Jenju. Right. 2002. Why, why are you, why are you opening old wounds, John? <laughs> I, I, I did not. I, I, I did not. You're like know, Salt Bay. I, I, I did not, uh, I did not go down this path for, 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 for it to, uh, for, for, for it to end their hood. But, but if it did. My advice to you. <laughs> Start drinking heavily. Yeah, so let's. Uh, I got some salt for you, though, Juan. Oh, oh, you got the salt yeah. rifle. Yeah, on your on your comment you made about uh, the uh, the Tata, I guess love affair. Yeah. If uh, I, I think if like you said, there's not much competition in Gold Cup. If there's a tie, or uh, if Mexico ends up not playing good in one of these, games, yeah, there could there could, the tides could turn. There could be some negative criticism. So it is sort of a risk. Like to play uh, subpar teams, if you want to call them that, 
where if you don't play up to par or if you think you're just going to blow through them and they actually compete, then Mexico... Yeah, but, but Chiquis, do, do you think that Tata Martino is going to be dumb enough to overlook well, uh, I, a te- uh, teams like this? Maybe not, but the players. We, we've we've called them divas before. We've we've called them... Uh, we, we've mentioned... Oh, and when was the last time you called a player a diva? Man, it's it's... Been so long. I was probably Cheeky's Pulido, called, man. Cheeky's called players, <laughs> not a selection player. I don't. I haven't just, re- just reject like a whole bunch of players rejected coming to the Gold Cup. I think. Yeah, that's... but that's and they're not going to be there. I think the guys there are hungry. Uh, Pizarro's, the Pizarros, the Orbelines. Uh, you know, the, those dudes are hungry, man. They they want to carve their spot into the team and and win, win. You know, for win, win a starting lineup for. For the next World Cup. So I got a, we have a listener over here on my Discord channel, Hugo Sanchez, and he says, the love for Martino you speak of is merely a retreat of the slob job the Mexican media went through with Cesar Luis Menotti. Oh, that was so long ago, man. (laughs) Is that, why is that, uh, and and that's a problem because Joel, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question here. Who, who yes. is who is credit who is credited for essentially modernizing and 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 and, and setting up the, the the Mexican national team for how it is today? Uh, who 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 is the person who's credited for that? Yeah, it's it's Menotti, my... man. Yeah. It, and you could find a lot of old interviews with players from that time uh, saying how he changed their mentality. And, and you have, you have some of that too with the Argentina team. Cause he, he, um, you know, he was their coach when they won their first, their first World Cup. And there's that story. I don't know if you guys have seen it, how the Argentines are looking at the, at the German players training and they're getting nervous and they're seeing how much more physical the Germans are. And Menotti tells them like, were you guys scared of that? You know? He's like, if they if they were to have grown up where you guys come from, they wouldn't last a day. So I mean, I think that's one of the things he would work, the right. whole mental aspect and and the way you see yourself and and the team. And I, I think he did play a good role in that. Um, but but it, you know, good thing he brought Menotti because something we talked about when when as to why I'm I've been so big on uh, Tata lately. And it's it's like a no quote again from from our, from uh, from El Flaco where he said that it, in order to to get the team to play good you needed three things and that was like have an idea of how the team's gonna play get get the team to believe in that in that system and that idea and then to have the players that when things aren't going right that they're going to they're gonna like they believe in the idea so much that they're they're not gonna give up on it. They're gonna keep playing on it, and and we see like the comments recently on, on some of the comments that that were made recently. Uh, was it Ochoa and JCO, and they talked about how they were telling uh, no, it was Marquez and Ochoa, and they were talking about Osorio how they were telling them like they didn't want rotaciones. Right. So I mean, dude, they get to the World Cup and and it's like they don't believe in what what Osorio, you know, what what his system, what he has in store for them and, and we mm. you can see a lot of how the team crashed against Sweden. 
the, one, like, the one the one time he didn't yeah use the rota. <laughs> the two times in a rota, he, he ended up giving up ten goals. Yeah, and then so I think with Tata, like one of the things I noticed was that like just seeing how the players were playing and they seemed more loose. Right. And, and and some of the post match comments where it was like, Okay, we really like what this guy brings to the table. Well, like I could see myself succeeding in this in, in with this system and whatnot and, and you've seen it with echoing after all I'll of the t- matches. I'll tell you who, uh, in my opinion, um, and, and, and I think he got a little knock. I think I don't think that he's going to be 100% when it starts. But 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 the guy who is was just completely blossomed in the in the Martino system is Jonathan dos Santos. He is playing out of his mind when he plays on the world on the on the uh, on the national team under under this idea of uh, of playing. Man, he is loving it. He's playing really well. And then in, 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 in the two games that he played, he was easily the best guy on the field both times. Well, the MLS is in form right now because it's, you know, midway through their season, right? <laughs> Does it matter? I mean, I'm, again, again, who who are, you know, Mexico's, the, 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 this is the tournament they're playing. The goal. Yeah. I'm, I, Jonah's one of those players like, you know, he shouldn't have left. You know, Villarreal, but you know, he wanted to join his brother, and I mean, you know, again, to me, Jonathan is a player that he can play. He can play whatever league he wants because he he his his quality will show through whether he's playing in MLS or whether he's playing in La Liga. I mean, he's proven it for years. I mean, he is he had he had a a, a much more accomplished La Liga career than his brother did. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Much much steadier, and uh, you know, and and. <clears throat> you know that, that that's why it was, uh, yeah. You know, everyone was so surprised. But again, you know, he's on he's on the other side of twenty five. So, uh, but you know, the fact that he's here, I mean, I think that he could be, you know, he could be a really good player. Uh, uh, just you, you can't ask for, you know, if you're going to have thirty year olds on the pitch, you want to have a thirty year old guy that can, you know, play the way he plays and then see and sees the field the way he sees it. Yeah. And piggybacking off on a comment you guys said earlier, I do agree, like, with a new coach, you need buy-in from all the players. And maybe that's why some of these vets are, you know, opting out. Maybe they don't have buy-in with with Tata, or maybe Tata has certain expectations and they're kind of just pushing it to the side. You know, I think it's just interesting that there's so many players opted out of not coming to the Copa Oro, you know, regardless of whatever their excuse was, you know. You know, as a as a fan, it's uh, it's actually kind of you know, it, it's exciting to see how these guys are going to play because of the fact that you just haven't you know you know, I, I want I want to see you know who's who's going to who's going to handle it because I you know I've seen guys that you have you have a lot of expectations for you and even in the Gold Cup they they, they don't end up panning out because they for whatever reason they just don't play well. You know, for, for the uh, for the national team. So I'm I'm curious to see who 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 can do it and who who's going to step up. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think Pizarro will you know finally cement himself in, into the team. You know, we we've talked on this podcast and Jorge and I for the past couple of weeks, and 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 uh, we we both we both we both we agree on two things. Jorge, if I'm not mistaken, we all we agreed on the fact that in in, in the decade of the 2010s was was. Uh, was was tainted was you know the it was it was set in motion to go a, a disappointing way by Nestor de la Torre 
Like we also, we also, we also agree. I don't, I don't agree on that. We also, I thought we agreed on that. <laughs> no, that's not me. That. No. That's wrong, wrong Joel. Oh, wrong. Uh, it was the, it was the other Joel. And the other thing yeah. we agreed on is, is that Rodolfo Pizarro has the biggest opportunity on the on on this roster. In the- and yeah, you're seeing him play. You know, you're seeing him have his best games with the selection. Um, and I think that's the part he's he's uh you know JCO was had him was had him doing other things, which is what Ochoa was talking about. He's like, we feel more comfortable not having to do positions with and or doing stuff we're not used to. And not to get too sidetracked, but uh, two teams in France are after his signature, right? Monaco and, and Nice. Oh. That's the latest uh, rumor yeah. mill. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he's he's earned it. shouldn't be playing in Belgium or in you the lower leagues. Well, it's just with his price tag, you know, how much Monterrey paid for him. You're like, oh, he's screwed. You know, he's going to stay in Mexico forever. Yeah, but yeah, but the thing is that Monterrey, they've already said, dude, if you want to go somewhere, go. Because, I mean, that they'll just buy some other guy. You know, they... Yeah, FEMSA has money, dude. Yeah, they have a different... They, they, uh, they'll make it rain. Yeah. Nobody's calling, though. And he's Nobody... still, we'll, we'll see what he does um, if he impresses. I, I actually like the... Oh shoot! What's the Pumas guy? Now with Gallardo. Gallardo, I liked how he played a lot on the left side. Yeah, but the thing, I mean, but, but he's proven. I mean, he proved it in the World Cup that that, that he's had. You know, that, that, yeah. that, that I mean, that's his position. He was more valuable, I think, to uh, than Pizarro. But the the guy that I thought of immediately when you were talking, John, about uh-huh. uh, about proving themselves in this Gold Cup, um, La Trophy. Oh, he's not there. Raúl Jiménez, man. Raul and yeah, because I think in an interview he said he wanted to really stand out in this tournament, and uh, and I'm just not. I mean, it, I have all these expectations, and they never pan out with him. Hopefully, well, changes on this tournament. But so, are you, are you are you basing that on the fact that that, that he didn't score in the in the in, in the friendlies, or or well, do you, you think that he just that he's just not going to be in not, the cards not necessarily right? score, but um, I didn't really see anything even really good out of him. Substantial. Um, well, I'm, 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 again, I'm going to, I'm going to respectfully disagree. It's, it's other instances also, like other previous tournaments, like the World Cup and, and things before that, that old Raul Jimenez, you know, he, he's a guy that did that Chilena. He's, he's moved to Europe. He's, you know, he's doing good things in, uh, with Wolves and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope, I hope he does step up more so than Pizarro, uh, in this Gold Cup. I agree, man. It's like, look, you come off the hottest season, you know, in your career in the Prem League, and now you don't have that excuse that, oh, Chicharitos take my minutes away from the national team. Chicharitos not even in the picture right now. So uh, as a fan and and looking at the season that that he's had, my expectations of him are, are higher than any other player on the team. And he needs to, like, not just be active and be involved and do, you know, link a play. No, he needs to be like leading the, the team in goals. That's, that's my expectations of Raul Jimenez coming into the gold cup. He needs to really show that he's the man and, and that we're not going to be, uh, you know, tweeting and asking for Chicharito to come back. And I know Chicharito is waiting for those tweets, man. He's, he's been on Twitter all day. So <laughs> he's kind of hoping that people ask for him back, you know? Now, Raul, I mean, this isn't 
Raul Jimenez's first Gold Cup because he played the one in 20th, and he was, you know, he was he was set up to be the quote unquote man in the 2013 Gold Cup. He started every game, and I think he ended up scoring, I want to say like three or four goals, which you know is is decent for a tournament. When you're in Mexico playing in the Gold Cup, I mean, you, you want your forwards to get three or four goals in the in the group stage. You know, because just because of the, the of the teams that you're playing, it, it should be uh, there should be some goals yet. Now, I know that he hasn't scored, but but I did see him in uh, in Arlington and, and then the minutes he played. I mean, he was doing what he was supposed to do, and he was generating plays, and and, and he had a couple of opportunities, and then and so the, the the opportunities were there. It's not like he's you know missing open nets or like whiffing on a ball. So. I think you'll be just fine. I'm just going to sit back, relax, and, and watch it all unfold. And, you know, hopefully he uh, he steps it up, man. Because we need strikers, you know, and it's it's one of the positions well, that if, – If it's not him, then then Alexis Vega is, uh, <laughs> is, 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 ready, is ready to go, is ready to go for uh, – yeah, he's, he's, he's the only other true striker on the roster. That's crazy. Yeah, and he had a good header. And maybe the the way Tata has them playing, uh, we might see more goals from midfielders mm. coming up than than actual strikers. Where it's just, uh, I don't remember did did Raúl and uh, and Alexis play at the same time? Uh, if, if they did, it was for for just like ten fifteen minutes. Because you see Pizarro up there, and he's the one that got that that tap in goal from. Uh, from Gallardo, Raúl, I think, was behind or something. Um, these guys are pushing up. Guy, uh, Guardado got an, another goal, you know, old Guardado-style goal. from Right. But Jonathan got a goal. Jonathan, yeah. Uh, 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 Gallardo fed Chaka. And, you know, I don't know why people were, were making fun of Chaka. Chaka has a hell of a shot. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. Chaka is, is one of the best. He has a really good shot. And Mex- Mexico... For whatever reason, you know, outside of like Marco Fabian, they just really hadn't had that guy that 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 that, that can just rip one from thirty, and you need that. Oh, come on, you don't want to disrespect Carlos Salcido. <laughs> you know, Carlos Salcido had he. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember that game against. Uh, he was dangerous, man. Against against Holland, but he had one. Man. He had one when it was it was like in the seventy fifth minute at the top of the area. He was all by himself, and the ball just rolled right to him, and he you could see him. And he, I mean, you're thinking, man, this would be the goal of his life, and he kicked it like 30 yards over the just over the bar, just just, just skied it. <laughs> it was very, very unfortunate. All right, so so Jaime, you say you say uh, both you and <clears throat> in agreement that it's it is uh, Raúl Jiménez who is the one that has the. Uh, see, that's I don't necessarily think you know I, you know he might have the the most pressure on him, Raúl Jiménez, but I, I mean, as far as this as this being an opportunity, I mean, this he's been on the national team for six years. So I mean, this is nothing new to him. Uh, you know, as far as opportunities, though, I think the, uh, that uh, Rodolfo Pizarro has has because he hasn't been part of the the, the senior mm-hmm. side ever. You know, the, 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 this is his uh, his first chance to do something with him. Yeah, no, definitely, he's definitely going to be the the X factor for, for Mexico. He 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 just does things, man. It's I miss I miss that guy. I miss that guy a lot back in Chivas, but. His talents, you know, it's there. Um, 
hopefully him and Rolo can can bond. I feel like you're gonna have someone that kind of understands your style of play. And Raul, you know, he's he's a hold up guy. You know, he knows how to how to direct traffic and set people up. So I think they're gonna have a great partnership. I wish Chucky was there though. I, I, we're gonna miss that guy. Yeah, Chucky. Uh, but you know, I have to admit that 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 was and that was another thing that we discussed on this podcast is that that there's no reason that Chucky needed to play this tournament. There's oh no, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean we just saw a couple of days ago uh, why it's 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 never a good idea for athletes to professional athletes who have to have their body at 100 <clears> percent. <throat> yeah. And, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I have no issue with Chucky not playing this tournament at all. He he's getting ready to sign a big fat contract somewhere yeah. else, and they want to make Manchester sure. United. He's going to Manchester United. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly right. So, and where's where's Achiache going? We we still don't know. Achiache, uh, he, uh, he I thought he already signed with uh, with uh, with the Colchoneros. I don't know. He was in Madrid. It's not official yet, but uh, it's leaning towards that. Yeah, on a free transfer, that's just nuts. I know. I mean, that's just how, how could Porto let him go on a free transfer when when they had a chance to? Yeah, I'm surprised Porto at least didn't try to, you know, because they've always been very good at selling players, you know, for more than what watch they paid. Him, watch him in the Tigres. No mames, way. Bomba. <laughs> Bomba. He's gonna end up at Leon. No, he's. Uh, I mean, he was in. He was in Madrid. He was in Madrid. So uh, could it be because they just didn't want to waste? You know that. that uh, you know that that is uh, one of the advantages I think that Argentines and Uruguayans have uh, is that they, that they they might have a way to uh, to get a European passport much much faster. Well, yeah, because through through your grandfather or one of your parents. Exactly. So it's easy. It's easy for them to uh, to that's show what, proof of like that, that's some. That's why you know that that's why Layun, who Layun was a serviceable European player, but he was nothing special. But because he had that EU passport, it, yeah, he could play in Europe. And Borghetti had one too, but he just he had Italian passport, but he didn't he didn't really use it. Man, he had a chance. I, I, he had a chance to to go. I remember when he was uh, after the Confed Cup, and he went to Bolton. He had a chance to go play to the Bundesliga, and he went to Bolton. Can you imagine going to play with super defensive Sam Allardyce, and you know, in, in cold England? <laughs> yeah. Instead of going, that's to the, a lone striker. Yeah, exactly. Instead of going to the mega offensive uh, Bundesliga, that's just you know, decisions. It's decisions like that, unfortunately. <clears throat> for, yeah, well, that that same he, similar happened to to uh, Matador Hernandez, where uh, there was one of the German teams that wanted him, and Televisa sent him to uh, to okay. Boca Juniors on loan, right? Because they were they were trying to secure a contract, uh, you know, TV rights for a tournament or the Argentine league. Wow. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't re- he didn't even get a lick, right? He didn't even play that much when he went to No. Boca. I don't think he played league games, but he played cup games. And he, he did get to score a goal off of a Maradona pass. Mm. So that's at least there's that. Hey, at least at least you know, he was at the uh at the game in Owenton. He was he was they were doing actually this really cool thing where they were playing uh uh, uh the uh the FIFA up uh, up on the the mega screen there at uh, Jerry's place. And it was uh, some E team against uh, 
Matador and some other guy. And uh, it was it was pretty entertaining. I was uh, have to admit I, I enjoyed watching it. It was it was a pretty cool little uh, little little thing they did. Let's see if that if that uh, if that can. In fact, I think I think our friend Weasel was 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 a part of that. If I'm not mistaken, he was. Uh, I saw him shooting like behind the scenes footage of the deal. So nice. We'll see how that uh, how that how, how that turns out. I'm sure it will it will, uh, it, it will be great. Yeah, but anyway, so it's. Uh, it's decisions like that that uh, you know when when it comes to the national team, where you see players, you know, you know, go play and, and really get going in my on my skills in this league, or, or go to the more prestigious, you know, whatever the reason was, I mean, where was there more money, whatever it was. It just and I'm not saying that that doesn't happen in other countries, but with Mexico, they they have so few players that have those opportunities. Yeah, that you want all of them to take as as the, the as full advantage as you possibly can. But you know he he was the first Mexican to play in the Premier League. I think that's in itself, you know, an accomplishment. And I don't know. I, I think it's it's cool. He we play for Bolton. I don't know. You know that's what's so frustrating for me is uh, you know as I'm sure as, as a player. So you know the guy didn't play because he what he, he didn't track back enough. Oh, who the you're freaking Bolton. I mean no, <laughs> but I mean pe- pe- people are gonna score on you. So. You have one of the best headers of the ball on the planet. In, in, yeah. in how how on earth did that did, did the coach not put that you know put, put that equation together? That guy that guy was fraudulent though, uh, Big Sam, and that's how he lost the. Wasn't he? Was he uh, the, the selection. Wasn't he one <laughs> of the coaches that uh, Joel that that would make pairs pay him to play? No way. I don't, I don't know about that, but I know he was like. He would get money to for the transfers. Oh, that's what, it for, was. that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, so they they caught him like undercover. Some reporters were pretending to be some uh, international businessmen, right? And then Sam was pretty much spilling the whole beans on how the how they would make it work, and it just became big news, and he lost his coaching job. But and, then he came back. But then he came back like a couple years later. So he was he was just. He was just saying all was for all was forgotten. Yeah, exactly. All, all was literally forgotten when 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 he when he when when he resigned. Anyway, but yeah, but that's the issue to, to me is that you know there's only like ten guys that do that, so you want all ten guys to have, you know, compared to Argentina where there's, you know, two hundred guys that do that, and then yeah, so then you know not all of them are gonna are gonna work out, and uh, so that that's the. Uh, what uh, what what that that's gonna have to work through, and <clears throat> the only tournaments that he has to do that are the uh, well, frankly, just the Gold Cup, and and then oh, and the and the equally uh, important Concacaf uh, League of Nations that's gonna start uh, in in, uh, in in September uh, this fall, where they they play uh, Bermuda and Panama, but that that one is home and away. Hmm. So at at the very least, they will get a a, a decent road a, a decent road test against against Panama. So, yeah, but this Panama, I don't think this Panama side is as strong. Yeah, but it doesn't as matter. Previous ones. I mean, Mexico hasn't won in Panama in like twenty five years, and then and then don't give me the well, they've only played twice in twenty five years. They've played consistently in in, in Panama since in, in this in this uh, century. And yeah, but they they treat it as like we kind of have to go there. We don't want to be there. Let's just get it over with, <laughs> type of thing. Like, 
Well, well, whatever the attitude. I mean, Ramosito scored a beautiful goal in Panama, and I think that that was the last time Mexico scored in, in Panama was was Ramon Morales, and and I'm pretty sure that's right. That 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 that's how long it's been since Mexico's played well in Panama. So it's a a, a good a good a good test. I have to admit, uh, you know, Panama had a decent side. Well, why is it that they got got shellacked in the in the World Cup? Well, was it that the Belgians being like seven to one? I think they in they just it was an accomplishment just to be at the World Cup and they kind of they were just along for the ride, you know. <laughs> I don't think they they realistically thought they they had a chance of. Well, I mean, I know that, but I mean, at least you know, at least you know. Why, 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 my question is, why can't they pretend that they're playing <clears throat> the U.S. and Mexico and Panama City when they're playing? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, they're 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 just a completely different team. Yeah. You know the same thing with Honduras. Honduras. Man, when they play at home, if they get it going, man, they they are like, holy crap! You know, if, if they ever figured this thing out, man, they are they could be a really dangerous team. And then, you know, everywhere else, they're just, you know, nothing. It's just it's, it's just a very uh, it, it, for Mexico's only competition is going to be the are going to be these folks, and then these folks need to realize that they're actually better than they are. Yeah. So, is uh, 2016 Panama versus Mexico lost 1-0 oh wait international friendly that wasn't in Panama probably but uh, you know we, we do well I was I do take credit away from a lot of these teams from Central America but we have this really negative view of them because we see like what happened with Honduras recently, uh, which was funny because I had a Catracho friend on Facebook and he kept tagging me when Mexico was losing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then for the Honduras games, that dude just disappeared. Uh, but we saw what happened with Honduras, man, getting beat really bad. Uh, they oh, had that one guy that scored three hat-tricks on them. Uh, what was that? A 12-0 loss? What was that? That was embarrassing, man. And, oh, that was in the uh, in the, in the U twenty, and then then mm-hmm. their their senior side just recently didn't they lose nine zero to Brazil? In a <laughs> oh man, yeah. So we see stuff like that, and and we we uh, you know it leaves a poor Pero image. cuando viene México, oh, <laughs> se ponen las pilas. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. But have but, you uh, ever seen such cruelty? But if there wasn't so much corruption in in those countries, these teams would be a lot stronger, because they have in the past shown uh, better, t- you know, a better level and more talent. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Copa America when Honduras went, and they were, that's when they had one of their best teams. They made the same. They were, yeah, they were holding their own against Brazil. Remember the Brazilians were like, what, what what's going on? You know, <laughs> this was supposed to be. This was supposed to be. They uh, like, Brazil because they, they they ended up playing uh, 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 Colombia in the semis. Yeah, that team was good. And then at one of the Gold Cups, you also had one of the. It was one of the the better Guate teams where they tied. I think that they tied they tied um Brazil too. It was like in ninety, was it ninety five? Ninety five or ninety six? Yeah, it was in Brazil. Came and they had, um, I think Romario was in that team. Um, but yeah, that was like 
that's like their historic match. I think if you if you ask if you ask Chapines what's their best game ever, and I think that's yeah. Who's the El Salvadorian player whose name is escaping me at the moment? That that, that was Mexico. Well, because Maradona said that, so they, you know, he was probably just promoting the guy, and everyone took it as gospel. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if Maradona says that, I mean, wouldn't you take it as gospel, Juan? If he said that uh, that Nestor de la Torre is el mejor directivo en todo el mundo, would you not go? Yeah, you don't need to say it for Diego me to speaks, know that, John. Diego speaks the truth. <laughs> He, uh, but you know, he might be able to say it. He's, wait, he, he just left Mexico again, right? Joel, what, what he, would you, what two would finals. You, what would you do, Joel, if, if, uh, they're in Irvine? If, uh, if, if, if Maradona, hearing, hearing how, how much you appreciate, would appreciate this, would send, uh, Vicente to your house and then be, without you knowing and, 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 and he rings the doorbell and you open it up and Vicente just. <laughs> And then just left. And then that, just and that, that and left? Just that that and left. Uh, well, I hope you would let me know so I could snap it. Well, okay. You and would, I would have a, a – could be my ringtone or you, something. No, would, you, uh, would, you put, uh, would you put dog ears on, on, on Vicente in, in, in the Snapchat? Dude, what is it no. with dog ears, man? I don't, I never, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but but just just I'm gonna finish my thought on this. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah, a, a lot of these teams, uh, they're not as weak as they as they look. Uh, it's just sadly, it's, it's a lot of corruption and and a lot of poor management. It's uh, not at just one the point, corruption in the management hood. It's a, it's kind of like you said. It's a, it's it's like the players just never believe. They 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 never have the belief in themselves or in their team or anything. But else. but also if you don't have a good system set in place, because you know you could go through generational changes, and and like I, I don't know if you guys remember at one point Jamaica had all these players in England in uh, like in the different divisions of England, and and their team was pretty competitive. They ended up uh, when they went to the World Cup '98. I mean, at least they didn't get embarrassed. They held their own. You know, no, they but, but they're never able to build up on that. Like, right. you you know, you get that and then that's it. It's like they're starting from scratch all over again. It's like cool runnings, man. They're they're practicing for the snow on a, on a little carrito, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's really difficult. But, <clears throat> you know, there was an Olympics where the Jamaican bobsled after like after after yeah. the, and then and they actually got pretty good. They beat the Americans in uh, in uh, I can't remember the two man or the four man one of the Olympics. It was uh, it was pretty bad. They came in like tenth, ninth or tenth, which is pretty good for the. Uh, of course, in the movie, didn't they win the gold medal? Oh, <laughs> I don't think that. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I just remember them carrying the bobsled and people clapping. I think that's where but it falls apart, right? Hmm. They like fell, right? Yeah. That 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 I have to admit probably would not feel very good, uh, crashing and then the humiliation mm-hmm. sliding down the ice, the rest of the way. Uh, would probably not uh, not be good. So you're right, Juan. So though, is there uh, maybe since since this is the only way that Mexico is going to be able to measure themselves, uh, at least at least in official matches. 
what 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 would it take? Do you think for some of these other confederations to you know maybe maybe take it a little more seriously, or, or do they even want to take it more seriously? It's I don't know. It's hard. We had um, you know we were just told about on our last podcast how Canada has they'll be starting their own league, you right. know, and I, so I do think some. Uh, we've seen Costa Rica, at least in recent years, do a strong push, and, and they've become pretty consistent. So, I mean, I guess it depends a lot on the federation and the people running it. And and for many years, it was the whole, uh, you know, it was like way more corrupt when you had Chuck Blazer and uh, Jack right. Warner. And it was, that just, that did kept. It did, uh, unfortunately, it did keep a lot of these countries from growing. All these directivos were taking all this. They were taking all these cuts. Well, you know, and that's why I think that you know, if, if they're going to have you know, the, the, you know, this, this Gold Cup in the League of Nations, to me, the, the, the next step is to, uh, is in the Gold Cup, is to let the, the El Salvadors and the Guatemalas and, every, and everyone have, have one home game. Yeah. And but you know what I I forgot to mention the accountability as well because if you're doing tournaments like that that is leaving these federations money then they have to demonstrate that they're putting money back into the sport so we had uh de los colos I think he's back with El Salvador and I remember one of his complaints when he was with them uh, was how they didn't the national team didn't have their own training fields right they they had to use one of the club Firpo or one one of those teams, and they had to wait. <laughs> they had to wait till the club was done. We like <laughs> probably sweep. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. It's, Don't forget it's to like, turn the lights off. Yeah, and you and you had what was it? The players from Osawa there too, where they were talking about how they wouldn't even provide Gatorade, you know, or orange wedges at halftime. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, dude. Like, uh, how how broke are you that you can't even? Uh, it's not that they're broke. It's that they just don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. turn some of that money. <laughs> the, the dude in charge of, of providing that is just like, just, you know, connect the manguera, man. <laughs> it's like, hey, F those dudes, man. Just, they, could drink, they could drink from the faucet, dude. I These are small excuses, though. Man. I don't think they have really good significance. In what? Chickies, come on, man. You have, Brazil, you have Brazilian teams, Brazilian kids playing barefoot. That are the best players. Yeah, I guarantee you they have there's El Salvadorian kids playing barefoot too. <laughs> yeah, at the kicking a coconut. At the percentage huh? of kids that are in Brazil doing it, the passion is just not there. There's there's different levels of passion. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but you know, that's an unfair comparison, Chiquis, because it is. because yeah. okay, Brazil, you you can say that about Brazil and any other country, and you, there's just the passion is just nowhere near the same. Okay, but, soccer, Brazil, with Mexico, the same thing. Everywhere. Mexico does not pale to pales in comparison to Brazil and uh, that's My point is that every country pales in comparison to Brazil. And and El Salvador, Jamaica, all these countries, then the Caribbean pale in comparison as far as passion and the amount of individuals who have that passion and play. No, but you you also need infrastructure, Chiquis. You need you need canchas that's, 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 where that's, people could go play, and, and you need that's you need to have. You have people. Yeah, but yeah, but you got Brazilians playing in favelas and you know yeah. on the beach. Yeah, and... yeah, but but they have they have a they have a way of getting getting scouted, and eventually there's all these clubs that 
you you could play in different divisions. Yeah, they have so, so, so many more fields than, than than any other, and then big fields, little fields, and they're everywhere. I mean, it just so there's more opportunities like yeah. overall than some of these other countries. You only have like that's just right. that the, one shot. The demand is there, man. The demand isn't there for these smaller countries. Well, yeah, because they're smaller. But I'm saying there is there is talent there. It's like. They don't suck that bad. Yeah, they don't. They it's just need. They just need better management. Well, it's, the problem is, is that the management are in, they're not in it for the betterment of of their their in it for themselves. They're just in not there, all like, pay but, me exactly, you know? and they're not just pay me, but 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 I mean, yes, as, you know, not these countries do get, you know, they, they they do all right from you know from the the proceeds of this tournament. But they just like as as Hoy says, they don't reinvest it. Not all of it, and it's just it, it's very unfortunate. And, and until that changes, nothing is ever going to change. So that is the uh, and 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 you know and, and it could be that there the, have been times where there have been some some folks that actually do want to make things better, but uh, more often than not, it, uh, it it doesn't appear to be the case. I mean. If if you can't even provide Gatorade for your team, I mean, are are are, are you that much of a? Uh, I mean, seriously. At, at least the, the Powerade. At least give him some Powerade. Hey, at, at least <laughs> remember, remember Quick Kick. Give Jay ever drink Quick Kick in high school. I remember Quick Kick and Saco. Exactly. <laughs> there must be some old bottles of Saco somewhere. Just yeah. give him that stuff. <laughs> Crystal Just... Light. No, we don't want to. We draw the line at at at, at Crystal Light. Saco. <laughs> All right, so so obviously Mexico should have no uh, no problem with the group. Now the Canada game is interesting, and I think it, it, it's the one game where I do think that Mexico has uh, a chance to not win. It, it, it is the Canada game, depending on how on how uh, Canada comes out. But uh, I mean, it's not like we're playing the Toronto Raptors, bro. <laughs> Well, I, I understand that, but I mean, Canada, Canada should have improved, and they're playing in Denver, you know, which is uh, a, a, a little there. I, I mean, again, Mexico is is a favorite, and they should be. But to, to me, I mean, Martinique is not going to tie Mexico, and neither is neither is Cuba. Canada has a chance. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going to say this right now: Mexico's going to win the Copa, caminando, caminando. Easy work, easy work. Okay. Who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? I want to know who's stepping up. No one's going to step up. Yeah, I think the U.S. could probably give them a headache. Nah. Just because the U.S. has the style that that they've always played, you know, that, that has traditionally given Mexico a headache. So I think they could still provide that. I mean, they did beat Mex already. When, what was it? 1-0? When Tuca was, Tuca yes, was Tuka. handling the team. Tuca's a old guy, man. You know, uh, Memo <laughs> had something to say about that too. Memo was quite outspoken at this, uh, at this, uh, mix zone. He actually talked about Tuca. He said, I took it when Tuca was in charge. They did not, they literally just showed up and played, uh, foot pennies. That was, that was their practice. Maybe worked on a couple of sets. They didn't do anything. I forgot who uh, it was. Like one of the, like a French player that Tigres bought, and he was criticizing Tuca. He's like, yeah, his coaching techniques are antiquated. So, I, I saw that. I think that guy was just salty. 
He couldn't break into the first team, and he's just left soft. He's... Yeah, I forgot his name. See, that that's how insignificant that guy was. Exactly. They're like uh, America. America's still taking the greatest. Oh, he's obviously, you know, his tactics are antiquated. You know, it's not. I don't know. Well, I think I think the the issue was that Tuca understood that these friendlies were absolutely meaningless because there was a coach coming and he was like, you know, guys, I'm not going to waste, I'm not going to waste your time. Mm. We're going to play in this formation. You guys, you guys know what to do and, you know, we'll go out there and have fun. I mean, you know, why is he going to, you know, go through that other stuff? Now, Tata, as, as Hoyt said, you know, he's, uh, you know, has an idea and, and he's trying to get the players to buy in. And, and, and for the most part, it seems like they've, they've bought in pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, I don't necessarily think it was a criticism of uh, of 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 Tuca. I was just saying that, yeah, yeah, that that's definitely, you know, we are definitely working on stuff when 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 we have the time. So that doesn't it for the long haul. He's, I, I you know, this 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 should be an eight year project. Eight years? Yes. Mm. That's Dude, that's what, been the selection, the goal. What happens in eight years, Kaiman? I don't think he's gonna make it. <laughs> eight <laughs> years of the Mexican press and and you know the fans that are so fickle. Who um, do you think is worse, the Mexican press or the or the Argentine press? Mexican Honestly. press is worse, dude. Boyd, who's worse? Is I would say the Argentine press, man, um, and even the fans, like when Ruggeri. Switch from Boca to River, they they burn his house down, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't be doing that, man. You can't be doing that. Why would you switch teams like that? You can't do that. Yeah, man. But even La Volpe, dude, when he was at, he can't even step into the Seiza airport, man. Boca fans still haven't forgotten him. Uh, you know, they, he, mm. he was getting that go back to Mexico chat. Um, yeah, it's it's far worse. Uh I think so. You're saying this guy is going to be? He, he, he's saying, "Oh, this is nothing," as far as the press goes and the pressure. I, no, I don't think he says it's nothing, but it's not. It's not something he's not used to, especially like in being in. He's been in like, if you think about some of the highest, like um, pressure jobs, mm. like in Argentina national team, uh, Barcelona. I mean, what else do you want? You know, mm-hmm. at at. There's no like higher than that. Yeah, I mean those are those are two of the uh, positions where the where 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 the press is 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 most brutal, and you know uh, out of uh, out of out of ten it, in there for sure. I mean both national team and club team, you can't get any bigger than that, and he handled it both without any problem. I mean, but can he handle a cold night at Columbus? <laughs> Against, the, <laughs> you know, it's it's different, man. It's different. But, but we they, they figured it out though. They they figured it out. Um, how how to get over that? They just fly the players to to Columbus instead of going into Mexico and then and then exactly. traveling again. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that they would do that. And and you know he already said something about along the lines of like. Um, Martino was talking about just too much, too much promo work. You know, he was like throwing it out there. It's like, hey, man, what's with all these, all these commercials and interviews? 
Yeah. There is. Well, a, is, a he gonna, is he going to be able to put his foot down? No, because they're paying his bills. You really think uh, he's going to be able to, to influence that and change that? I don't think so. Well, see, that's, well, maybe. that's the problem when the, uh, the the TV company owns the team. You think they're going to be like, yo, Pepsi, uh, not today? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. They'll get his ass fired. <laughs> Who's this Tata guy? Get rid of him. Well, you know like- what? That's, that's kind of what's going on with, with the Chicharos and some of these guys as, as far as like why they – they opted out of the Gold Cup. That's that's been one of the reasons uh, they want more money. <laughs> it's like if I have to do all this promo work, I hey, need to. Yeah, hey, me. Yeah, I didn't know, but like the selection has a contract to play at the at the um, Cowboy Stadium. They have to play there once a year, every year for like five I, or six years. I wonder yeah, if that's the same with uh, Levi's because they've hit they've hit us up every year. Well, you know, the thing about AT&T Stadium, this is what I don't understand, is like they have, you know, the, the artificial, just play on the artificial turf. You know, why go through the, the, uh, do they, the, the, the need of having to put this, the natural surface, I mean, the natural surface is worse. Are they just laying it on top? Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, well, I, mean I mean, they're putting a layer of dirt down, yeah, but essentially they're just putting it on top, yeah. All I'm saying is if Spurs Stadium is going out of their way to make an NFL stadium, you know, for what, twice a year, three times a year, then the Cowboys Stadium should have a dedicated soccer field as well, man. Like, you know, they should, they should, they should do the, the, uh, what they do in Glendale. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they should do it for the Cowboys, frankly. I mean, that, that, that's the, uh, Turf is dangerous, man. Especially if you're a soccer player and you're playing with the wrong kind of equipment, you can you can tear someone something easily. Well, I mean, and and there's this would be now the I believe the fourth game in a row played at Arlington Stadium where a Mexican a Mexican player has has yeah. come out injured. The first one, of course, was Luis Montes, and and what people don't remember about that Luis Montes injury game. Is it not five minutes later, Rafa got stepped on and he thought he'd broken his toe or, or, or the bone right below his toe because we got stepped on. And of course, the, you know, the turf is so thin that it's basically, you know, turf and then concrete. So he basically mm-hmm. got stepped on on concrete mm-hmm. and, uh, they took, I mean, they x-rays the whole bit and thank God they were negative because, because uh, if they were, if they would have shown a fracture, he would have been out of the world coming. I mean, that would have just completely just destroyed. Anything and everything that uh, that that Piojo was going to do. So yes, yeah, so so that almost happened there at at AT&T Stadium, and then they lost uh, uh, Nestor Araujo. There they lost, and that was on a, on a on a kind of a slide on the turf. They've lost. Uh, Man, that's just bad. That they lost luck, Carlos Salcedo uh, in the Croatia game, so he was he wasn't one hundred percent when he went to the World. So I mean that that that's happened. So yeah, they're 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 a player, and then Hector Moreno this last time. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, a lot of bad juju for Mexico in that state. They 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 win, but but at a price. At what cost? That's right. Yeah. They have to pay the iron price to win in. Uh, the like the, like the Warriors, man, they might, right. you know, KD getting injured, 
that might just fuel fuel them to to come back and win the win the NBA finals, man. I got to tell you, man, that that, <laughs> that was such that was so heartbreaking for me because rough, man. for for a, a you know a player of his caliber, you know, who's one of the top two or three players on the play, on the planet <clears throat> to have that happen to him, man, it just it's just to anybody, but it just it's just yeah, awful. And then and because he was just so desperate to try and get back. Toronto gave him the last game, man. They went they extended it for the money. Ah. <laughs> they should have been they should have been done with it by now. Oh. So uh Hugo Sanchez told us that Andy Delort was the player that called uh Duca out for his antiquated coaching tactics. Oh, I, I remember calling him Del Orto. Del Orto. I remember now. <laughs> yeah. Andy, the man, that guy has a good memory. And I, I forget so much stuff now. <laughs> Joel, don't, don't even get me started, Joel. On the, on the forgetting. Well, all right, gentlemen. So I think we've, we've uh, covered the gold, uh, gold cup enough to a point that we can probably uh, move on to, uh, Stufa. Well, I don't know if we should, we should get into a stufa. I, I, mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I do want to uh, talk about it a little bit, but I think we should talk about uh, the news that uh, that came out today that uh, was was finally made official that uh, Lobos Buap Oh yes, has uh, uh, moved from uh, from Puebla up to up to Juarez, and they're they're not Lobos Watch because you know there is the. Universidad Autónoma de Chihuahua, la, la watch. Isn't that a great, uh, a great uh, way to uh-huh. watch? No, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be uh, FFC Juarez, and uh, so now Juarez is back in the in Liga MX. He said, "Wouldn't you know it? It's it, it, it's when they're trying to get the twenty teams. So so Juarez is now officially back in the fold in, in Liga MX and probably going to be there uh, for the foreseeable future." Yeah, so I don't understand these deals. You know, it's like, hey, like we're just gonna buy you out. <laughs> Wait, what happened was that um, so Lobos Buap and Buap is the university, mm-hmm. which is Benemerita Universidad Autónoma de Puebla. I still don't know what Benemerita means, but uh, that's that's what Buap means. Is, is it public or private? Oh, I have no, um, I don't even know, man. Uh, because I, it, I, I, it is I, the I, oldest yeah. and largest university in Puebla. Mm. Wow, founded 1578. Damn. Yeah, they're hey, old, man. That, uh, that is, uh, that is a little earlier than Harvard. How, how could that be? How could that be? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so, so basically, uh, the, the club, it was like a weird setup where the I think the university owns like the franchise or like the club name, but then some it was like some investors that were they were running the team and and there appears there was like a a fight between the investors and then the the university just didn't have money uh kind of similar to the hotecos thing where it was tied to the to the university and um, uh, and 
and Pataleanos were the ones controlling it. Mm. So yeah, so they lost they lost the funding, which wasn't a lot to begin with, and uh, there was just more money to be made by selling the franchise. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, I mean remember their TV contract was 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 they, nothing. I mean, they they couldn't get one. Didn't they start one of the seasons right. like? Like their games weren't televised until like match week five. So they just they just never had a chance. I mean that's just the reality. They just you know when one team is getting a TV contract that pays them you know hundred times as much. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So I mean, and I I think which is, but but you know what? There was some. Um, it was a bit sketchy the way that that Juarez ended up being the team. Because it's not like it was put for auction. So some of the Liga de Ascenso teams uh, complained. But they've kind of kept it under wraps. But but um, Juarez ended up like in... I think they were like at the bottom of the table. They were like 17th or whatever. And don't forget, they were... The último, they, they, they were, say, ah. They were in, in the Copa MX finalists. They played... Uh, they played Club oh, yeah. They were finalists. I forgot about that. <laughs> but in league play, they 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 did pretty poor. Uh, I think, yeah, they didn't even qualify for playoffs. Uh, but I guess the 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 transaction had been made like long ago. Mm-hmm. So I think this this deal was in the works since you know since last season. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's why they weren't so worried about. Uh... Yeah, so you know, it's, it's so like extra anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's just how much of a joke is. So when Liga Max was talking about getting rid of promotion relegation and there's people throwing a fit, and it's like it's not like we have a legit system in place. You have a cruise that gets relegated, but they could pay and they stay, you know. And then you have a team that didn't win promotion, but they could buy their way into first division. It's uh, you know like. Like like Chivas, I was legit worried like a few seasons back. Where's that call, man? If we get relegated, it's yeah. gonna be embarrassing. Oh, well, and I was how, like, God, how, how, like how, 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 how worried were you? Were you worried enough to start watching games again? Were you Chi Hermano worried, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> not not full. I didn't go full Chi Hermano, but I was. <laughs> I was concerned. All right, all right. Now, my question, Joel, is: is do, do, do they want the uh, you know the, the Juarez and the and, and the border market? Is that why they thought you know, you know yeah. who, who really was? Because if they want to expand to a Premier League, I mean, I would assume that that, that Juarez would be in the plans just because of the fact that. You know, it's, it's a pretty big city, and and how they've had the recent cup with um, you know, they want to have tournaments with MLS teams. Well, didn't they have uh, Indios in Ciudad Juarez? They did. Uh, that was when it was a Cirilo Salcedo or whatever was was the, was the goalie, and uh... they had El Maleno, who was a uh, he was a native. And they had uh, wasn't the Venezuelan like the Venezuelan guy Farias was wasn't he the wasn't he the coach there or was that was that at uh, at Tijuana? Oh, I don't know. I just know that the Colombianos wanted to go back to Medellin where it was safer. Speaking of, yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
They were like, it's better for families going back to Colombia. Too much violence here. Speaking speaking of going back to Colombia, <laughs> did y'all see who went back to Colombia? I think today. Or was it yesterday? From from where? From well, I guess in this case from Paraguay. Oh yeah, yeah. KCO. He went back to was it to uh was it Atletico Nacional? Is that where he went it? Yes. Up? Yes, he did. So all that hooting and hollering and all it did was get him back to where he was. The first <laughs> full, full circle. We're always going full circle yeah. here, yo. That's right. We always go full circle at the cantina. That's right, because in the last show we were able to close our circle with with Nestor de la Torre and and then the decade, the decade at this point <laughs> that was. That was oh, set in motion no, by, his, by his terrible decision making. I remember that. Oh no! I remember, I remember going full circle. Fake news. So I guess I guess he didn't uh, he didn't use the springboard that is Mexico to get himself from uh, some. Well, great, he, uh, he wanted to coach in the EPL. He he. Yeah. His goal was to be in in the English Premier League. He can try to get like an. Uh, trainer job or something again and work his way. <laughs> you know, I will have to admit, and, and, and Joel, I think you can attest to this, uh, the way that the press treated uh, Juan Carlos Osorio in press conferences and the way they treat Data Martino in press conferences are entirely different. Hmm. Am, I, am I right, Joel? I, I didn't get to be, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I got to be at a presser with, with um, JCO. I thought, oh, you didn't do the, what, the JCO ones? I don't think I got to go. I mean, I think I might have caught one or two games, but I don't think I ever went. You know, I just like ah, I'm, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go. Oof, I'm gonna go hit a tailgate or something. Right. Well, they they, they are they are different. Uh, the, the 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 press with uh, Juan, and then and then Osorio on top of that just just felt like he needed to to just elaborately prove his point. You know, you know, this is why Trey just went on and on, and 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 Tata just doesn't do that. Tata just tells it like it is, and that's that. You know, this is my opinion. You know, hey, it's my. You know, he's like, he's like, this is what I think. Y'all, somebody may think differently, but this is it. And, and he uh, he diffuses things very well. I thought uh, Tata. I get, yeah, I agree. I give credit a little bit to the press though, because they react. Um, they react. Uh, According accordingly to the, how the coach is, I think JCO was a little bit of a uh, a tryhard at times, and uh, and I think well, the personality wise, Martino is 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 doing well. Well, he's he's he's. Uh... But once he leaves, once he exposes a, an attack avenue, the press I think are going to go for it. <laughs> well, of course. Plus, he's Argentinian, so he's got that clout. Exactly. Well, I don't necessarily think, I mean, I think that that is a big deal, but I just think it's just because he, you know, and, 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 uh, Joel, I mean, you would agree with this or not, but, but, but Tata holds the room with, uh, I mean, all our eyes are on him. I mean, he takes over the room very well. But Joel, if, if you listen to me, it, it would almost sound like Joel that I, uh, that, that I've gone soft on Tata too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's won you over. No, yeah, softer, that was... hard. That's where Joel is right now. If, if you're still hard for four I'm hours, John, done. you're gonna have to go to the hospital. <laughs> um, you still want to show me your cucumber? But no, I did well, get the sense. That from... 
<laughs> yeah, he already I, had that one ready, dude. <laughs> I, I I did get that sense, and the when press the one they attended um, in San Diego, and um, yeah, he 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 definitely does have that. Uh, but let's see how long it lasts. <laughs> right. Well, there's no question. I mean, he commands respect, and and and, and he's given respect. And you're right. It's. This is all well and good until oh. until until the losses mount. And yeah, that, that's, that's why I was saying like from the press conference. That's when I was saying he won me over when because um, he said that the Liga MX was more competitive than La Liga, and then they were throwing swipes at him. And then he's like, "Hey, I'm going to address this." And he's like, "To me, it's more competitive if you have two evenly matched teams going up against each other week in and week out. Then you're like some small club." And you're just getting beat down by a Barcelona. So he's like, there's nothing competitive of getting a prison ass rape. And I was like, yes, he, he, he's, he's, Did he say it like that? I think, I think, Joel is paraphrasing. I think Joel is paraphrasing. Yeah, I am paraphrasing. So I, was I, was like, like, I would have, I would have noticed that one, dude. I would have noticed that. Uh, he that said, one. if you got your ass beat by like 5 0 or something <laughs> like that, how is that? You know, how's that, how's that making you a better player? You know, and, um, and I was like, damn, he, he doubled down on what he said. You know, and he also and, said, and, uh, 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 you know, between Argentina, he said, and Paraguay says, Mexico's more like, you know, it's more like Paraguay than Argentina. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're just a little more offensive. You know, and, you know, if if Juan Carlos Osorio would have said that, he would have been, <laughs> seriously, he would, he would have been eviscerated. But 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 Tata says it. Well, the, the people say, well, he coached Argentina, he coached Paraguay. Hey, this guy's, you know, you know, he can. He, he, yeah, that's true. How, how you gonna how you gonna counter him? Right. <laughs> so, does that go back to like what you guys were saying earlier that he has coached, you know, Argentina and Barcelona? So he kind of has like that experience, and he kind of knows how to handle the press and finesse it in his own way. Well, I, I think that he. Whether or not he handles the press, uh, but 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 I think that he understands that that, that this job, mm-hmm. you know, the, the team may not necessarily be as glamorous as those two teams, but the the pressure is is just as intense. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that the, the, that that that's where I, where he has uh, the 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 experience of of, of, ha- of having to deal with that. It, it's not going to come as a surprise to him when when it happens. Yeah. So, because uh, it will happen. I mean, uh, you guys, I mean, all three of you have said, well, what if this tiny, insignificant little thing happens, then they're going to be all over. And yeah, you guys are exactly right. Whatever, the minute they see an opening, they're going to do what yeah. they do. And, and, and he knows that. And, you know, you know, luckily for him right now, uh, he's winning. So you know, there's just a huge waft of of deodorant has been sprayed all over Mexico because they're winning. Thanks for that visual, man. And then and, and then and, and then they they lose, and you know it all it all comes. You know, the, everything will come just just you know all the all, all the all the talking points, so to speak. Will so just come if right Mexico back. doesn't win the Copa Oro, do you think that's when he's going to start to feel it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially with with the way that. Uh, the uh, because remember the, the the perception is that that everyone going into this tournament is playing terribly except Mexico. Mm-hmm. So Mexico, oh, yeah. as you pointed out, uh, Jaime, you said Mexico va a ganar caminando, right? You, mm-hmm. you said that. If he did, so, yeah. So the, if Mexico doesn't do that, then yeah, so they, doesn't have, they're gonna they don't have Pep in their step. 
Right. In the the problem, it'll be the, the hammer's going to come out. It's going to be different than with JCO if that happens, though, and they don't win the Gold Cup. Because I think Tata has a, has a more, in addition to, like, the experience you said being in Barcelona and, and Argentina, he's got, like, a confidence. He doesn't, and, you know, like, he, he says, I think the thing that impressed me sort of was, like, I don't know if he speaks English a little bit, but he doesn't, he's not going to even try. It's pure Spanish. There's no, like, <laughs> you know, JCO would do a little bit of English here and there. Tata isn't about that. He's just, well, yeah, would Casey was practicing for his Premier League gig, <laughs> man. He was yeah, then, he, he was, was catering. Hey, he's like, the, pretty, pretty soon it's gonna be all English, dude. So, well, yeah, he was, <laughs> and then he was trying to prove himself at every corner with the pen and with the uh, with the putting up the cones and stuff. Tata's just like, I'm doing stuff yeah. the way I'm doing it, and that's. By it. the way, Tata did not just in in, in in you know. Oh, hang on, Joel. Guys, just give me a second. Let's see. Oh. Tata did not put the cones out. <laughs> yeah, he got the, uh, he didn't he exactly. He he did not put the put the cones out. Break break breaking news. He did not put the cones out. <laughs> yeah, he had some other guy put the cones out. So so uh, so not winning the gold cup then will 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 uh, we'll ratchet up the uh, the intensity from about a three right now to like an eleven to ten for <clears throat> For for that, and then and, and that's the worst thing is 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 is, is that if that does happen, then you know the only thing he can do is is, is beat Konkakov teams, and then and, and then they'll never become it. But I things that's, things are weird that they're 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 they're, they're different. I mean, I, I I think people's people are starting to understand that that that, that this is what's there. So I don't. I'm, I mean, of course, you know. I, that's why when you said eight years, I started laughing, man, because. Uh, I just, I just know, I know my people too well. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I understand. But, I mean, the reality is, 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 if they're not thinking at years and they are, then what on earth are they? Are they good for if they don't have an eight-year plan? Especially considering what's happened in eight years. But like, no, and that that also has been a goal for the Federación uh, to try to have a coach. Do a whole two cycles, and they've been talking about that since since around the time Hugo Sanchez got got elected. Uh, how they wanted him to, uh, I think Hugo was talking about three. He said, "I need twelve years, and and you'll be champions." Uh, but but from federativos, you know, I don't even know that's a word. You know, uh, you know but, what Hugo can do after after. Uh... After 2022, and it's a seat. I told y'all, if y'all would have hired me, we would be champions right now. <laughs> they will be. Yeah, no, but they've they've been trying to do that, and um, and and they did hold on to some of the coaches longer than, like like um, so La Volpe was the first one to do the whole cycle, right? And so and he 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 had failed at at the Olympics, couldn't get past the group stage, uh, he couldn't win the gold cup outside of Mexico. You know, uh, he got shellacked he, in the Copa America. Shellacked. Yeah, and, and, and for that, out, out of all of those, that 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 game to me, out of the whole La Volpe era, was was the one that was the most upsetting. The Brazil game. Yeah. That should have never happened. The way it did. Dude, Adriano was the truth, man. No, they they, they played Brazil in that tournament before and done and, and done very well. That should have never happened. 
That was... Uh, he, he got it wrong. Kind of like the 7-0 against Chile. That should have never happened either. But shit happens, man. Yeah, but see, we, we could see some, some of the trends here where they held on to some of these coaches where normally they would have sacked. Sacked other coaches once they saw a result they didn't like. And I forgot who the interview was with. I think it was... um. It was De La Torre, not not Nestor, Rafael. No, was it? Was it? Who was See, the other? Fact, that, oh, the fact that you can't get all your De La Torres. Uh, <laughs> what well, was the dude that was at? Was he at Atlas? Well, I haven't had my beer. Um, I need. That's like my spinach. It helps me remember. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, Alfredo Jimenez. He says I drink to remember, you know, instead of to forget. Um, but. But he, he was talking about, it was one of the federativos uh, from FMF, and he was talking about how uh, they wanted to sack, they wanted to sack La Volpe, and they had given him, so he said he managed to 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 be like, okay, let's wait until the first game of the Hex. So they said, okay, if he, if, and it was the away game against Costa Rica, it ended up being the, the Gio and Cuauhtémoc show. And, and the thing they won, like, what's those, like, 3 zero? No, 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 no. That was, you're getting your, your, your... What? Your, I'm your mixing them again? Your impressive victories at Zeparisa mixed up. No, the, this was the 2-1 game where uh, Jimmy Lozano scored uh, two really good goals, like, five minutes apart. But, okay. In, in, in the first half. But that was the first, the first game, no, of the Hex. Right. Okay, so the, he had that. If he would have lost, or if the result wouldn't have been good, they were going to sack him, but he... He managed to start with the right foot, and then after that, the team just, you know, they had no problems. Well, they actually if, did. Caminando. Go ahead, Hope. But if you remember, we had we kind of thought the same thing about Osorio. Was that if he, if he loses that first game against the Gringos and the Hex, and he was gone? Oh, that's and, true. And, and, he, and he kept winning. <laughs> he kept winning. So yeah, yeah, that was that was true. But I mean, they went a bit further than other coaches. You know, they were from. From uh, like like uh, La Puente got sacked after a Gold Cup, which is like really this this guy gave you a really good World Cup. He won you a Confederations, and you're sacking him over just a poor Gold Cup result. And right. It just didn't make sense. Same with Hugo, he gave you one of the best Copa Americas ever for Mexico. Still holds the record for more, most goals scored. And, and you're sacking and, and, him over what? Because under 23 didn't qualify. Like, like. Would you really? refresh my memory, Joel? Who Mexico beat Paraguay? I think it was in the, in the quarterfinals of the of, ah, of yes. 2007. <laughs> was, who was coaching Paraguay in 2007? It's good. It's Tata, man. It was. Was he? It was. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Who go lay it to smack it down it on him? That's right. Muy triste, no. <laughs> the way I see it is, all right, you want to do the eight-year proceso, that's fine. But you need to tell the fans from day one, hey, this 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 guy, he's going to stay around for eight years. So get used to him. We're not going to lose you. You know, like you tell the fans like, yo, he's here yeah. for the long haul. And, 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 you and, know, that was- and you need to support him and you need to support this team and you guys need to stop bitching. And I think <laughs> that's like how you have – like if you want this to last eight years – you have to lay, like set those expectations from the get go. Because if you let, you know, let them out to the hyenas, we're just gonna destroy them. You know, so it's like you gotta let them know, like, yo, we believe in this guy, we trust this guy, and he's gonna be around for eight years. So get used to it. Take a photo. He's not going anywhere. 
that's that's a I agree. I agree. Um, we don't have a directivo that to to do just that, you know. Uh, and and but but they've been kind of like doing it in their own way, which is I, for me is a big reason they they kept they kept Osorio Pesat the siete cero, and and they still wanted him to stay uh, after the World Cup. But I mean, so many stuff had went wrong yeah. that I think it it, went, it worked against them. And then seeing how some of the players didn't didn't really were convinced with him, well, I, I mean, think that too, man. If you have two of your biggest I don't iconic think any, players. Anybody was convinced of him. <laughs> not even when they beat Germany? Come on, man. That was a big victory. It was, but it's not like not something Mexico wasn't capable of. I mean, I think we were hey, after, we were knocking at the door. After they beat Germany four more years. Hey, four more no, years. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what? Getting a good result in group stage is not something for Mex to celebrate because uh, I think it's Mex has passed that. I celebrate when we get a result in the in the knockouts. Well, you're gonna be waiting a long time, my friends. Uh, you never know, man. So you get you get the teams at the right moment. I mean, you know, because you we've seen Bulgaria, we've seen Turkey, uh, what was it, South Korea. We've seen some of these teams win, uh, get get all the way to yeah, semifinals, and then that's not it. Those aren't good examples. Like 2002 is like the most. Corrupted, like <laughs> match fixed World Cup I've ever seen, and I was only twelve, so, and I still knew that shit. Come on! You know what always cracks me up about people that bring that up is how many, how many times Spain missed just gigantic chances, and somehow it was the referees that that that, that gave Spain that victory. That's what I remember about that game. Yeah, and same thing with Italy. Oh, how could you know? Then they did like I remember how many. I think I think uh, was it Christian Vieri, just all by himself and just and just kicks it away. And so it, it always cracks me up that people bring that up. And I think I think even ESPN Deportes once did a promo with, with Ramon talking about how he knew the game was corrupt and was just laughing about it. <laughs> and they did a whole promo about how you know Jose Ramon knew that the game was was fixed. It was just, it was like, wow, that's just that, that's a kind of a crazy culture we, uh, we would live in when, when that, that, that's what we're celebrating about our, our pundit. Well, I mean, Mexico's a very corrupt country, man. So it's going to be the first well, thought we, yeah. we go to. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the only one. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so I'll I'll give all right. So this this Tata honeymoon phase, uh, I'll say it's it's gonna last a while until you know she gets her in the Copa Oro. Um, but how I, how sad how sad how what a sad statement that is for 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 for, for in this twenty first century that that doesn't matter though. The shit's going to get real in the Copa Oro is is, is going to be like the the threshold we're now going to hold for <laughs> for a Mexican coach. But it should, I don't think it should matter too much. Like who can if I'm a fe, uh, the federation or even the coach and the players like who cares if the fans or the press are starting to boo and hiss and hate or ask questions and and doubt well, as long as they're doing what is right, and and they're gonna, and it's not like these guys aren't gonna be going and, and buying tickets for their whole family to go to to games in the U.S. And it's not like they're gonna lose any money. 
um, as long as they have confidence in the coach and the players have confidence in the coach and there's no, uh, you know, severe danger of being eliminated out of, out of some uh, qualifying or anything, then lose the gold cup. It's no exactly. Yeah. The gold cup to me is, is the, you know, use this tournament to see how Rodolfo Pizarro plays because we haven't had a chance to see, or, uh, you know, what, what, what if Alexis Vega ends up outshining uh, Raul Jimenez because he's just, for whatever reason, he's like, he's like Matador. He just plays better on the national team. You know, he could be one of those, seriously, he could be one of those guys, you know, but let's, let's, uh, let's find out, you know, for Mexico, you know, the coaches should, should be judged on one thing and one thing only moving forward. And then that, that's how, how, how are they going to do in the world cup? Because the gold cup, I mean, is, is, is the gold cup and they're not going to, you know, they're not going to win them all. They're not going to lose them all but they're going to win their share, you know, probably, you know, 50 to 60% of them realistically. And, uh, people should be, should, should, should be fine with that. You know, that, that gets you to the semifinals of the world cup or his, you know, whoever, you know, whoever replaces him in, in future world cups that, you know, those should be the measures by which they, you know, that they get out of the group stage. You know, the group stage is going to be different in 2026 because it's only going to be three teams. So there's going to be, there's going to be less margin for error. And then, and then, and then you go to the knockouts from there and then there, it's all going to be about the draw. Who thought that was a good idea? (laughs) Well, it's because they want, you know, they want to see Thailand in the, in the, uh, (laughs) and seriously, they want to, you know, they want, they want to give those countries the opportunity to, to play in a world cup game. I mean, I get it. Well, well, you know, I don't know exactly about Thailand. They want to. They want to see. They want to see the big, the big nations like China, and India. They have yeah. like the billions, and that's a lot of, that's a lot of money right there. And you know, like, you for for TV rights and and uh, sponsors and and you know uh, selling products. Oh, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt it. I know, so, I know exactly that was for what market that was. There's no I, I imagine how big the Panini book is going to get, you know, <laughs> with 48 teams. It's going to, it'll be like, like those thick Bibles. I know. You know I, I was so bad for that one Huge. player who was on the Panini but didn't make the actual World Cup roster. Cause it, Piojo. <laughs> you exactly. can see Piojo at the Panini. It's kind of like, uh, Jimen Lozano, he made the cover of the 2006 World Cup video game, and he didn't even. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't oh go. man, that sucks. Oof, that is uh, man. That no, is, uh, but but I think with with the whole with with the FIFA gate, you know, so they a lot of they lost a lot of a lot of money, a lot of the way they would get this. So it's like, oh, okay, how 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 can we, how can we, you know. How can we start making more money? It's like let's play sixteen in, more games. <laughs> let's get more teams, right? Especially from these countries, because man, um, what is it in like in India, like over a billion? I don't know what their televisoras is like, but just imagine all the radio stations and 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 um, internet and and TV and all that to broad, you know, all the broadcasting rights. That's insane. That's like. Yeah. It's just like a like gold mine right there. Big, uh, and, exactly. and you, so yeah, so it's gonna it's, it's, it's just gonna be a different vibe. 
with uh, and, and look and, and then John I'm I'm gonna bring it around. Uh-oh. So like like even India brought um they even started uh their league, the the India Super League. Uli Davila played there. Yes. So are you are you Who's at Chivas right now? Are you He's calling Chivas training? Are you calling it Joel India 2034? <laughs> 20 India 2034? Yeah, I, I do think uh depending like I don't know what's going on over there. I don't keep trying. I would be surprised. But, yeah. yeah. They host well China before India. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. I would say they would, but I mean, if these teams get to play a World Cup, at least, you know, similar to how the U.S. They played, they played in '90, and they host '94. Right. No, All I know is I'm excited for not this next World Cup, but the one after. You know, which which is why, as a fan, you want. I mean, why you want to see Tata Martino be that be the coach for 2026? I mean, here in the U.S., right? Is going to be here in the U.S. But no coach has won the World Cup that's not from the team. Or, that know, is true. That so is true. We're going to have no European team had ever won an American, on, 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 in the Americas yeah. in 2014. So. Yeah, but it's, it's just crazy. Like out of all the World Cups that have ever been, there's never been a foreign yeah. coach that's won it. So well, I, I think but a big reason also because like just the way the soccer used to be back then, and it was very regional and, and – and even you who see with the clubs, you know, they don't have as many foreigners like that you see now when, when you see these teams line up and it's all foreigners. That's why uh, Rafa Marquez is going to bring us to glory. or you make... <laughs> <laughs> No, you know the other record, like the World Cup was up until South Africa, uh, the host nation had always managed to qualify to the second round yeah. and that South Africa became the first team to not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And we right. were in that group. Should have, uh, yeah, should have called Kevin coming first without any question. All right, gentlemen, let's, uh, Joel, we, we have to, before we wrap it up here, talk, uh, yeah. talk uh, some, uh, some estufa. Some, some estufa. Joel, I, I have to ask you, it, it, it sounds like Chivas fans were, were were lined up. They were at the, at, at, you know, they were they were ready to see Vicente come down the stairs and give you the give you the, you know, with 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 with, with the news of everything else. But it seems like Joel, the news lately has been. Oh yeah, man. So, so what what is going on? What is going on? What is going on with the Rebaño, Joel? Poor management. I don't think Varela is that good at what he does. And Higuera's always been too dependent on Grupo Pachuca. If you look at Higuera's, like, his biggest coups, you know, when he's bringing his top players, they're all been from Grupo Pachuca. Mm-hmm. And I think he's he's too reliant on them, and and they're, they're not being so cooperative right now. They're like, give us J.J. Mack on discount. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like... You know, they're like, like little kids with the baseball cards. Yeah, I'll give you this one and this one for your rookie card. And it's like, yeah, no, I want, I want this. So, uh, yeah, the team is having a very difficult time trying to bring in players and they've gone to bringing back players that they already had. Tonio, <clears throat> Tonio Rodriguez, goalkeeper, 
uh, Alanis, I think he just got announced. Alanis, yeah, he just yeah. today. And Davila, who's on, uh, <laughs> he's on. Uh, <laughs> so, so the announcements were they were bringing players that you that, know that, you, you, <laughs> that played and failed at Chivas. You know it's bad, and now they're going to try when, You know it's bad when we're announcing refuerzos that you know basically are just coming back from loans and shit. You know. <laughs> 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 like Doño's coming um, back from loan, but we signed him, you know. Alanis failed and he left as a free agent and now he's back. And Davila, who unfortunately we just, you know, sold him to Chelsea because we it was Chelsea, but the, he had the exciting he had, rumor was uh was uh Jurgen Dam, which isn't even true. No. I've been hearing Jurgen Dam, I've been hearing Torres Nilo, I've been hearing um a few a few rumors out there. Jurgen Dam apparently is one of the highest paid players in Liga MX, according to the, Wow, which is which is crazy. Damn, like he out. has a good agent. Yes, he, he does. Has... Him and Ochoa need to swap agents, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ochoa has one of the worst ones. Um, yeah, I, so I think that's what Chivas is just having a front office that is pretty clueless. Uh, you know, you get us new at this. Even even Mariano Varela doesn't have much experience as GM. What about had, um, Amaury Vergara? I mean, how you know? I mean, he he was he wanted to do movies. That was his thing. Yeah. He wanted to be. So he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be there. He wanted <laughs> to bring back the sexy comedias of the eighties, man. Wait, is that why she <laughs> made a movie of their championship? Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, remember, uh, Vergara had that one, the, the uh, finance uh, movies, uh, what was it, Itu Mama Tambien? Right. And they, they had been trying to finance movies, and, but uh, that's, that's what his passion is, is with filmmaking. So yeah, wow. I wouldn't be surprised that, that Hochiwa movie had a lot to do with that dude. Did, did, did they get into uh, Chivas TV when they were talking about it in, in the movie? I still haven't seen it. I don't know if Jaime has seen the movie. I haven't seen I, it. No, Oof. we're bad Chivas fans, dude. Uh, I'm it's just, just it's not accessible here. Oof. Oh, so you can't? You, it, it's not. It's not available in this country. It's not like it's not like you can go to the movie theater and well, watch I it. Mean, a good Chivas fan could 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 get at least get a get a get a pirata of it. No manches. <laughs> you know what they did? They did um. They did like a limited showing. Or it was like for a weekend only. Uh, so I know they did that, at least in LA, I remember it was gonna, I don't know if it was Southgate, but it was like, like you had to go on a Sunday. <laughs> or something, yeah. After I was church. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, nah, that's too much. You had to I, talk to the paletero man and he was like, gonna <laughs> interact you and. <laughs> I was like, I already in La Pulga I, somewhere, you know. I, I had the spoilers for that. For the Chiva movie, did they win and at it, the end, Hoy? Did they win? No, it, it ends with the with the Taino snap, and it makes half of the team disappear. Here, <laughs> 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 everyone's celebrating, and they snap it, and, and then everybody just starts disappearing. Even Almeida, dude. Oh. Almeida's like, just, <laughs> yeah, it's oh. a sad ending. It is a sad ending, oh. and we're still and we're still watching it right now, and it's turned into a. It went from a. From a happy movie to uh, one of those horror films, you know. <laughs> it's a VH1 worthy now. <laughs> <laughs>
I was wa- I was watching a video on Twitter. It was like uh, I forgot where it was in a mall somewhere in Mexico, and it started flooding, and the Ooh, mall started in Guadalajara. Yeah, and there was like a band there, and they just stopped playing, and then they started playing Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. <laughs> you know, you know what? Despite despite the the lack of quality refuerzos, I still think this team could do good. Not challenge for campeonato, but. Uh, I think they could do good. There's there's some talent there. Uh so I, I think they could take a fight for that coveted eighth place. I just want them to bring back Salivar because he's not being used at Monterrey, you know, and if if uh, Leon no, I, won- I never understood that move. That that was that was yeah. did he was he yeah, was that move picked him in taking, the ass. Was he taking Junior Swimming in a forbidden pool? I mean, did, was there a reason why? I think it's like it was part of the deal of getting, uh, what's his name? La Contesión que tenemos, este, uh, Molina. I think that was part of the deal. Was like, yeah, so we, let's get rid of a, of a promising young striker for a 35-year-old has-been. Hey, but he helped, man. I'm sure he did. It was a loan. So, so she was sent... Uh, Saldivar, mm-hmm. and then they send Madrigal in exchange. I forgot we even had that guy. And and yeah, so <laughs> he might be one of the the biggest Mexicans I've ever seen in my life playing soccer. Madrigal. Really? How big is he? He's like just super thick. He's just he's just he's just a oh he's a he's a thick boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I mean that that just didn't make sense. I mean the only way it does make sense if that was like Jaime says one of the conditions of like okay if you want this midfielder mm-hmm. then you also have to agree to this trade so it's like chivas can't yeah, but why would they ever agree to that trade it, 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 it just it just didn't make any sense I mean, and with just... no with no option to buy him either right I mean, so it's like you're just sending him on a prison you know prison time right now <laughs> well not cutting his continuity because he had been he had scored at least five goals in his last two uh Tournaments, five and, and he, six. He had a good and club six. World Cup, you know. He was he was the one that scored, scoring our goals, man. Who's that, Saldivar? Mm-hmm. At the club, he was, World a, Cup. he was a decent. I mean, he is a decent player. I just, I just, I mean, did he even play for Monterrey? He played like he, he would come in games. sparingly, but you know, he was. He he just didn't play that much. It just he just I mean, not as much as he would have if he would have been at Chivas. Mm-hmm. A lot more. So yeah, it was just, it was just, it was just, and it almost makes you wonder: was that move made to? I mean, it certainly wasn't made to make Monterrey stronger, but it was definitely made to make Chivas weaker. Well, I mean, if you, when I saw that, I wasn't tripping too bad because we had, you know, gone Vega, you know, and it felt a little bit crowded in that striker, you know, with Pulido. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing with Vega though. To somebody who actually needs a striker instead of Monterrey, who has, you know, strikers falling off the trees. Yeah, but but Baker hadn't shown, you know, he was still very green. He just mm. he he just looked good because well, that one to be one, on the national team. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, when he came in, where it's like he what had is, that one season where he scored six goals, but I think he had scored yeah, he, like a half. He had a good Liga. He had a good Liga. And for Toluca, yeah. I remember. I remember he had a good. Yeah, that was it. That's all she was needed to see. Well, he scored a goal against America. Was... And, and and then he got the hat trick against Atlas. So it was only three, and then and 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 that was enough for for Tata to call him up on the national team, just to goes to show you just how 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 dry. Well, 
What? Yeah. And strikers. Do you think that was his call though? Because I don't know, man. Brizuela had a way better season. And for him not even to get like called up is kind of disrespectful. Well, his 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 age too has a lot to do with it. So he's way younger. So if if he's thinking of the long run, then yeah, he would go with. Yeah, but we don't really have that many wingers, you know. Decate's not there. Chucky's not there. I mean, Brizuela would have been would have been a nice addition, especially in the form he's been in. I'm just wondering why La Trophy's. Is uh is, is continually not getting called. That's I'm and I'm being dead serious. Too much party, too much party. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right, man. You know, you, sometimes you know, guys got to do what he's, he's you know, yeah, whatever, his, whatever, whatever, whatever puts him in his good place. I'm okay with that. Notorious pool parties. I do like that. Tomas boy said, "Hey, it's trophies plus ten, basically. You know, as it should be, as it should be. It sounds like, yeah. like Tomas is replacing uh, uh, Rigo as as the." Uh, Trophy chaser? President of the trophy chasers. Uh, oh, man. Right. I do think this is going to be like his last shot because uh, all previous coaches have had done a hard push to make trophies into that player that he he's shown he could be. Uh, Mati gave him the number 10, uh, you know, and then Cardoso gave him a bunch of opportunities up until they seem to have fallen he did, out of favor. He, he did get favor. hurt. No, no, no. He got, he got hurt. Yeah, but there was, I think, a few where they, they he pulled him to the sidelines during practice. I, I don't know. Uh, and then you know, so now, so now here's here's Thomas Boy. So maybe El Jefe can light light a fire in his well, ass, well, and this well, guy will. Thomas Boy believe, believes in La Trophies. Yeah, he does. And, and La Trophies responded, and 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 that to me. Should be enough for any for any Chivas fans. Go if La Trophies has a good season, Chivas has a good season. So they should be I, rooting for La Trophies. Yeah, especially when you can't get uh, refuerzos. Uh, right. You have to hope that and and Chivas does have some of these young guys that are they do have talent. Uh, just waiting for them to to blossom because the two goalkeepers are good. Both of them are good. Um, you know. So I think if if you have some of these players like that, they just need to have that good season, and and uh, people are going to start seeing them in a different light. Uh, but on that note, John, I me tengo que ir, me pegan. <laughs> no, I work, I work, and it's really late for me now. For sure. Well, I, I yeah. got to go too because I have to get up early and uh, and drive up to Dallas myself tomorrow. So uh, we will, uh, we will. Uh... But, 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 I mean, I, 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 as we should, you know, always with, with this. Uh, did any other teams make deals? Who knows? But uh, you know, that's just, uh, you know, how much, uh, how, how much, the, how much the Chivas saga is 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 a novella, really. With uh, <laughs> with, with with, I mean, they, they can Every everything is a drama with Chivas. It's just, it's just hilarious. Like like whatever decisions are made or not made is just this endless, endless parade of. Crisis after other, it's just, it's just. It, it, I just it, think it, we're broke. Hilarious. Honestly, I think it's just what it comes down to is they're broke, man. Angelica, she, uh, you gotta get that prenup. That's uh, anything we should learn from well, this. I mean, they, they, they got their front loaded TV contract and they went through the money and, you know, and then they're also, you know, paying, you know, Rodolfo Pizarro is worth 3 million at the most and they pay 20 million for the guy. I mean, it's just, 
you know, they, 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 they overpay so much for if they want a star player, they just have to pay it through the nose. Unless if they get them from Europe. Because Europeans don't... Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's serious. The, the Europeans aren't going to, oh, you know, you go to Chile, he's worth this. You know, they don't they don't see that, uh, you know, the way that Liga Mekis operates when it comes yeah. to Chivas. I mean, so I'm, I'm serious. I mean, I, if I were Chivas, is there, are there are there any European players that are kind of like Guardado? I mean, all the players that... Uh, Although he probably wouldn't come to Chivas just for on principle, but... Uh, Tigres will always be the, the one that poaches... Right. As far as players that I would love to have at Chivas, if I could, you know, if if it was possible, Cesar Montes, that's one player that I would gladly love to have. Yeah, you would shell out the big bucks for him, man. But I think anybody would. Yeah, Sweet so defense. I, I agree. Yeah, there's no question. And if I was to pick uh, offensive players, it'd be Victor Guzman. I think he'd be he'd be. I mean, he was from Chivas, you know. <laughs> Another uh, another another brilliant move of buying back your own player. Oh, and uh, there's this kid called uh, uh, JJ Mac. Uh, I think he'd be a nice. <sighs> yeah, but you know the the minute he goes back to Chivas, he's going to go into a slump and maybe score like one or two goals. <clears throat> and then and then he'll get so he'll be like Marco Fabian, and then he'll get so, you know he'll go somewhere oh. else and, and and play really well. I'm just glad that we didn't go for Gio because I, I could have saw that happening. And he's going to Monterrey, apparently. We'll see how that uh, how that plays out. Well, gentlemen, uh, probably a good time for us to uh, wrap up the show because uh, it, it is getting a little late. But uh, but Jaime, thank you very much for joining us. It was uh, absolutely it was fun, man. Uh, like I said, Mexico ganando la Copa, caminando. That All is right. my final my final thought. Chiquis, uh, do you uh, do you agree with Jaime before we, before we wrap it up here? Uh, I wouldn't say Caminando, but I think yeah, they'll, I think they'll take it. I do too. I think that they will. Uh, they will win. Uh, I think that that'll you know the excitement level will come up because it'll be the the, the, the unproven players that'll uh, uh, get things uh, get things done for them. But I do think it's going to be it's going to be a little a little harder than people think, especially in the uh, in the in, in the second round where they'll have to play like the. Africa, at least at least probably Costa Rica in the semis in the U.S. in the final, so they'll get the two best teams in the uh, in, 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 in the tournament. They'll have to beat them both. And uh, I mean, it's not you know, it's still Mexico, and that's still Concacaf, and it's not going to be you know, they're not going to win four zero five. They might be, but it's not. There's no expectation that's going to happen. So, but I do think that they have stronger teams in both Mexico than both of the U.S. and uh, and Costa Rica. So they sh- they should be favored in both those. And with the way that Tata's got them playing, uh, which uh, it was was very surprising how how well they seem to be uh, linking up in all in all four games. Frankly, uh, I mean, I think because of that, I think that that, that, that is going to help them, and then they're they're just gonna they're just gonna over overwhelm, especially the the less uh, experienced teams are just going to overwhelm them. The pressure is mounting on the U.S. team already on the Burr halter. Right. I mean, the worst thing that happened to the U.S. men's team is a, is the U.S. women's team just 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 rolling because uh, for whatever reason, and this just goes to show you how uh, soccer is just not followed in this country. People think that the women's soccer and men's soccer are essentially like the same level of play. 
Oh, um, yeah. Apparently, he left off Sergeant, like one of their young uh, red-haired guy. He's right. Supposedly pretty good. They they left him off the Gold Cup, and everyone's going going crazy on the coach now. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the U.S. and Mexico are in, are in a very similar position because you know they're they're they're, they're, and they're clearly the, the the strongest teams in the region, but they're just I mean, how on earth are they gonna? See how they stack up because they they can't play outside of the region, you know, very often if if at all. I mean, they're gonna have to manufacture some ways to uh, to play outside the region. So uh, that is something to keep an eye on these next uh, these next few years. But anyway, well, thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, my name is John Jagu. We are uh, broadcasting live on the Cantina Mekis podcast YouTube page as we always do on Thursday nights, although it's Wednesday night. This weekend, we're hoping to uh, Chiki's probably uh, do some post game stuff on Saturday night. I would hope, correct? Yeah, that'd be that'd be ideal. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, is, is it Saturday night? Either that the, uh, the the game at the Rose Bowl, fifteenth, the fifteenth. Yeah, so it'd be Saturday night. So yeah, I'll be uh, I will be uh, uh, very close to getting home because uh, I'll be uh, coming back from Dallas. So uh, we'll. Uh, for that. And Jaime, we'd love to join you if, if, if you can join us, man. Uh, you know, the little post game. Whew, Saturday be a tough one. Uh, but well, I'm not, not saying for this one, but you know, oh. yeah, you know, moving forward in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, I'll I'll have a lot of energy, a lot of thoughts, and a lot of more uh, more funny jokes for you guys. Well, we like we like the funny here. We we <laughs> we, we, we do like the funny. Bring the balls. So uh, anyway, uh, for. Uh, for Jaime Landeros and uh, Alberto Camba and Jola Seves, my name is John Jagu. This is the Cantina Mix Podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll talk to you all later.